Okay, so yesterday we uh, analyzed the difference between Hachna and Shiflis. Hachna, uh, lowliness, we used the words yesterday of being subdued, and Shiflis as lowliness. And we explained that a person could be, the, could be broken because of a physical cause, like he's missing something in his health, missing something in his livelihood, in his, in his finances. And then there is another kind of uh, a humility, which is because of a spiritual cause, because he's missing something that's... Um, he's missing something in his, in his life spiritually. He looks at other people who, have be- who are better than him spiritually. He looks at his own faults. And we said that these two kinds of uh, feelings... Shiflus Nachna have a different kind of, each of them has a um, different level of impact on his observance of Torah and his refinement of character. We said that someone who is subdued, uh, his body, he's just, he feels br- very broken because whatever is missing in his life, so he may be very careful in his Torah mitzvahs, he may be very careful in, um, in his, in his where he, he acts with uh, towards other people, but when he has this feeling of shiftless, so feels lowly for other people, and feels their worth beyond beyond uh, his worth, he feels how they they have something that he doesn't have. That gives not just a that he's he's um, uh, that he he's careful in doing things, and he's careful to do the right thing. When he has that sense of lowliness before others, that puts a different kind of of an, he's totally animated differently. There's a different kind of animation. Um, and specifically, they mentioned that um, this, this enhances uh, his, his understanding of godliness. So it's not just that he's, he's, has a, he's animated, in, in, not just, so the, the guy who is broken, he's subdued because of what, whatever is going on in his life, that's that's not the way he wants it to be, uh, he's, and he's subdued because of that. So that makes him pay attention more to what he needs to do. But the guy who is low spirited because he feels the virtue of others and he feels his own dignity, he is animated. There's a different kind of energy, and his there's an inner. It's a deep pursuit of trying to 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 uh, help other people and to understand what he's learning. It, it, it's sort of like the first guy is there's a change in his body. The second guy there's a change in his soul. Um, I'm trying to remember this analogy I heard once. Uh, analogy was, I think the analogy goes like this: If someone dies, God forbid, so so you could pull their arm, you have part of their body, pull their leg, you could lift up their 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 their, their torso, but you're, you're only touching a, a, a part of their body. If you give them a soul, and you have the whole person is elevated. If you give them life. So the second guy who has this feeling of loneliness before others, there's a different, he's a different kind of soul. He's, he's animated a different way. And uh, that leads to, to his, that leads to a whole different world because he's now open to, to understanding what he's learning a different way. He's a vessel to, to go to a new place too. It's not only that he's now animated and really cares about his character in a different way. It's because he cares 
now he's open to learning more and, and it's a springboard to going to, 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 to totally new places in his character and his, and his appreciation for Hashem's reality. That's what he said in the, in the chapter two of this discourse. Um, in chapter three, um, that was going to discuss uh, what exactly leads to these two kinds of, uh, these two feelings of achna and shiflos. What do we need to do to, um, to bring these, these two kinds of feelings in our lives? So, uh, we don't want to get hit in the head, chas in our health or in our finances. So what can we um, do to, to uh, bring this, this sense of, of uh, valuing others more than ourselves and, uh, and this sense of being subdued in a good way? Okay, chapter 3. Das is the reading from Kevid Reish. This is the meaning of Kevid Reish. The Gemara says you should only begin to pray with Kevid Reish. What is Kevid Reish? Rashi says that Kevid Reish means both being subdued and being lowly, which are two different ways of serving Hashem. But it must be that both Hachna and Shiflos, both being subdued and being lowly have one cause. They both have one cause which brings to both kinds of feelings. In other words, in other words we're talking about uh, something that we could do on a daily level that can bring us to these two experiences. Of course, if we just explained how there's different causes for these kinds of feelings. We said that when you get hurt physically, that brings to being subdued. When, when, you value the, when you look at the value of others and your own denigrity, that brings to lowliness. But there's something that we could do on a daily level which will bring us to, um, to be open to these two kinds of experience. Although there's just one specific thing we need, thing we need to do. In this specific thing that we need to do, it has... A, uh, a a a a source for each of these items in that in that uh, source. Like let's say a seed, a seed causes a tree to grow. There's a part of the seed which becomes the branches, and part of the seed beco- which becomes the flowers, and part of the seed which becomes the roots. So both of these feelings have one cause, but in that one cause, they have a different thing in that cause that co- produces these two these two kinds of feelings. Each hachna and shiflos has its own source in the cause. Next page, and the bezunera pratim vazenin in the mahus from the siba. The different distinct sources of hachna and shiflos are different details in the source in the cause. The siba mukayvirayz and the aveis vachazen akdama nachna chana Chassidus says that our day doesn't really begin in the morning. Our day begins at night, before we say Shema, before going to sleep. And the cause for this feeling of COVID in the morning is our uh, preparation for davening, which is the night before. It's kind of like how in the Beis HaMikdash, the first step of service of the Beis HaMikdash was the removal of the ashes of the altar from the day before. So in a similar way, the beginning of our day begins at... Night time, night before going to sleep, before going to sleep, saying Shema. That's where the day begins. When we daven, what are we doing? 
It says in the Torah, you should serve Hashem with all your heart. What does the Torah mean when it says you should serve Hashem with all your heart? When you serve Hashem with your heart, the Gemara says, that means when you daven. Serving Hashem with your heart means to daven. The Aveda from Tefillah is a heart's Aveda. Davening is a service of the heart. While their main from Aveda and Tefillah is why is davening associated with the heart? Because the meaning of davening besides the supplications that we give God, we ask Hashem to give us abundance in our children, in our health, in our parnasa. We ask Hashem that we should be able to serve Him with comfort. Next page. So besides all the requests that we have, that we ask God that we should be able to serve Hashem comfortably, is their main of Yisat Philip to pills and a pesachite and a matzah the purpose of davening is to cause an enhancement in our spiritual state. This, this means that we ask Hashem when we daven, that our mind should, should uh, be stronger, should understand things more. What should we understand? We should understand a godly concept, a chapter in Tanya, in a way that it affects our character. That's, our, that's what we're asking for in davening. We're not just asking to have um, money and health and gesund uh, and nachas from our children. We're also asking Hashem in davening that to, to our spiritual state should change. We're asking Hashem that we should be able to understand godliness. I don't know if you saw the Living Torah this week. You have to see it. There's one Living Torah that I would say stands out of since they started. It's, it's this week's. Living Torah this week, you saw it? You saw it? No? One you sent out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, saw it. I Unbelievable. So they. <laughs> so uh, they have a video of Hasidim talking to the Rebbe while they're in, in, in Stalin's uh, communist Russia, and they, they, someone, a Hasid, was bringing out their. Oh, you're there, you're there, you're there, yeah, yeah. So, so someone told me yesterday that one of the people there was his grandfather. His grandfather was the guy. Who Shmuel Chatzkalavich is a shliach in Colgate? He told me that his grandfather Motel the Sheichet. He was the guy who says, "I want a blessing. I should be able." He was a moyel, and he was a sheichet. <laughs> Either of those things was capital punishment, being a moyel or shechting animals. And what was his request? His request was, "I should do this job the way Hashem wants me to do it." He wasn't asking, like, what's an old thing you would think to ask when, when you're a moil or a sheikh in Russia? I don't want to get caught. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to get caught. I want to be able to escape. He asks Hashem, he asks the Rebbe for a blessing, that he ask, ask Hashem that he should do the job he's supposed to do in the right way, that he should give the circumcisions the right way, that he should shach the animals in a kosher way. They should be able to understand the Rebbe's sikhas. The sikhas, if somehow they were able to smuggle in some sikhas of the Rebbe, what was his request? His request, I should be able to understand the sikhas of the Rebbe. So that's what we're supposed to be asking for in davening. We're supposed to be asking Hashem. Wait a second. We're asking Hashem that we should be able to understand godliness. That's 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 what davening is about, and not just understand it, but understand the way that it changes change our character. On in them them We ask Hashem also that our understanding shouldn't just trickle down to our to our character, to our feelings, it should also affect our behavior and how we do mitzvahs. 
When as the Hagos Mitzvah is designed very good, that we should act with good character, very good. Is as Zav Vedin that Tfila Habadav Hamnak Tamanachana. But to ask for that, to really mean that, to be that way, you need there needs to be a preparation. Order for the davening to actually to earnestly ask Hashem that I really want to understand Hashem's truth and I want it to affect my character. And to mean that, to be there, there's a preparation. Without that preparation, you may say the words, but you're not going to really be there. What's the preparation? From the preparation, the day starts in the Shema the night before. We say this before going to sleep. The Shema that we recite the day before, one fifteen, top of the next page, is the That's the beginning of serving Hashem the next day. That's where the day starts. What's Shema about? It's not about saying the words of Shema and thinking about what they mean. That's also true. But the Aveda, the, the service of Hashem, the thrust of Kriya Shalmita is Cheshman Efesh. If you look in the Siddur, most things in the Siddur are just described as prayers. The, there, there is one item in the Siddur which is called a Seder. Seder Kriya Shalmita, the order of the Shema before retiring. It's not just a, we're saying words. We're trying to make a say, trying to organize our lives. The Shema, before going to sleep, is, is a Seder. It's an order. That's the night of the Passover Seder. There's an order of all different things that we do. So, so too, the Shema before retiring isn't just saying words. It's meant to be a time of introspection and, and thinking about what happened today. And there it goes in detail how to make this calculation, how to look at your day. A person has to make an account every night and think, why did God send me to this world? And how am I actually fulfilling the purpose of why I'm here? He must make a personal reckoning about how he spent that day. How were things meant to be? How were things supposed to be? Wait, supposed to be is the very first thought, the very first word is supposed to be about the service of Hashem. And that's why we see the very first word we say is, is about service of Hashem. That's a general expression of appreciation for Hashem. Next page. Was there mensch by Darf Hashem is Borich? We thank Hashem for giving back the soul with great kindness. We have to say this expression of thanks the moment we wake up. Before we even wash our hands for Negel Vasser, you have to immediately say Medani. And after you say Medani, you have to start serving Hashem. Every single person according to what is going on in their life. People who are able to study Torah have to learn Torah. Those who cannot learn, they should say Tehillim, and they should go to Davin with a minion and, and pray uh, carefully. Um, so I want to say a couple things about what we just said so far. Um, number one, the Rebbe says that the very first thought of the day is should be about serving Hashem, Meida Ani. Um, there are things that which are more in our control than others. 
uh, our thought, speech, and action are more in our control. Our feelings, our way of understanding things, that's not, not as much in our control. So the Rebbe is saying that our first thought, our first words should be should be about um, about thanking Hashem, about about, about uh, saying by and then right immediately the next thought should be uh, to serve Hashem, as opposed to what statistics say. Statistics say most people before they do anything else, they go on their Facebook. A third of people go on their Facebook, spend twenty eight minutes. The average person goes on Facebook, spends twenty eight minutes, the first step of the day. You know, wow. isn't that crazy? But that, so that's that's what people do. What really is supposed to happen is we're supposed to think about serving Hashem. The, 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 a friend of mine who had a big challenge with this told me that um, he was doing this for a while. He, he felt like he has to go on his phone first thing because of whatever. Everyone has their reasons for being crazy, right? So, so what changed, what, what helped him get out of this was one, one of his friends told him, he says, whatever you're going to be in your life if that is going to be someone else's, someone else's story, it's not going to be your own. You'll never have your own story. If you wake up in the morning with your phone, your story will always be someone else's story. It will never be your own story. To write your own story, you have to turn off the phone. You say, what, what, what do I want to do today? What, 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 how do things start? So the Rebbe says, the first thing you got to do when you wake up in the morning is you have to ask yourself, what does Hashem want me to do? What's, what's the, what, and I have to start serving Hashem as soon as, what, everyone according to their level. Of course, even those people which the Rebbe describes that cannot learn, I think in our time, everyone could really learn because there's so many things available to us online and to all different subjects. So I think that that uh, there's no excuse for not learning. There's always a way to learn. Everyone according to their level. But, but more 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 uh, uh, specifically, they're saying everyone should do what their job is. Everyone's a different way of serving Hashem. Everyone's a different thing that they got to do. But the very our thought has to be when we wake up in the morning, why am I here? I'm here to serve Hashem. That, and when you have that thought, it affects the rest of the day. We discussed how the Baal Shem Tov says that the very first moment of the day has the energy of the whole day. And just like there's a mitzvah to honor your oldest brother, because your oldest brother has the spirit of your father, so and from all the brothers receive their energy from the oldest brother, from the father, it goes through the oldest brother. So to the, the energy of the day comes from the first moment of the day. So c- catching that moment and not turning around and going back to sleep and saying with the way you're supposed to, really affects the whole day. As the Rebbe said, that you could test me. You'll see if you see me the way you're supposed to be a different day. Okay. Before you begin to pray, you have to accept upon yourself the mitzvah of loving your fellow like yourself. The reason you have to accept that mitzvah before you pray, uh, the previous Rebbe once asked the Rebbe Hashab, there was a custom by the Rebbe's that each Rebbe would be allowed to ask something uh, before, when they became our mitzvah. I think it was the previous Rebbe asked his father, if I remember correctly, why do we say, I accept upon myself the mitzvah, love your fellow like yourself? Why do we say that? The Rizal says you're supposed to say that before you pray. Why do you say that? And the answer was that when we pray, we're like children going to their father and asking for things. In order for the father to want to respond to the children, the children have to cause some pleasure to the father, put the father in a good mood, so to speak. So when, when we, before we begin to pray, we say, I accept upon myself the midst of loving your fellow like yourself. That decision, that acceptance, that, so to speak, uh, causes Hashem to be in the mood, so to speak, to want to hear what we have to say. That's why the very first thing you do before you dive in is accept upon yourself this mitzvah, love your fellow like yourself. There's another reason also, Tzimach says, when you say Shema, 
It's like offering a sacrifice to Hashem. Shema is a sacrifice. A sacrifice, in order to be kosher, has to have, has to be perfect. If there's one limb missing, it's not a kosher sacrifice. So if I want to bring myself to Hashem as a sacrifice, that's what davening is. I, I, when I say Shema, I'm meant to, as Arizal says, when you say the words Hashem is one, the Arizal says you have to have in mind, I'm ready to give my life to life rather than sever myself from Hashem. I'm ready to give my life rather than disconnect from Hashem. That's what you're supposed to think when you say Shema. So you're giving yourself as a sacrifice to Hashem when you say Shema. So the Tzemach says, you have, you have to make sure there's no, there's no, there's no uh, broken bones, Chatz Now, bro, what are broken bones in the soul? Broken bones in the soul are broken relationships with other people. If there's, a, there's someone out there that I don't get along with, there's something missing in my, in my, uh, in my neshama. So before I begin to dive, I have to accept upon myself, for real, that I'll love everyone, and that way I'll, I'll be able to, uh, to talk to Hashem, that, that, that I'll be able to present myself to Hashem. So first of all, that Hashem should want to listen to me. And second of all, so that I should be able to give myself over to Hashem. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be a, a sacrifice that's missing a limb. Okay. Un, in the, I know what Yonatan's thinking, though his screen is off. Yonatan's thinking, okay, that's what I may accept. What about the other person who doesn't accept me? All right, so that's, that's, that's a different question. But maybe, um, maybe the idea is that you have to at least be a whole sacrifice. You have to make sure that all your connection to everyone else is open. Maybe the other person, <clears throat> maybe the other person doesn't want to accept your, your, your over towards your friendship, doesn't diminish your offering to Hashem, because from your, your whole with everyone. Um, <clears throat> but that's, that's for sure, that preparing for davening includes that you open yourself up and you ask for, and you think about every Jew in the world, that you care about every Jew in the world, and you want, and you, and you accept to love everyone. Rebbe once said that when we daven, um, you're supposed to love every Jew, even a Jew you never met. People think that uh, loving a Jew you never met is, is more difficult. It's easier. <laughs> Someone you met, you know their faults. It's, 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 it's much harder. But the Rebbe once explained that what the Hayom Yom means is that we all meet each other. Where do we meet? When I daven, I face east. So my prayers go to Jerusalem. And my prayer, prayers ascend with every other prayer, prayer in the world. So I'm meeting everybody three times a day. We all meet together in the in the in the uh, ladder that goes to heaven, heaven from the base of Midrash, from the, the the Temple Mount. We all meet. All Jews meet every day. So a Jew who I've never seen before means a Jew has never prayed. A Jew has never prayed at all. He's never, he's never looked upwards. So the mitzvah of Avos Yisrael means that we're open to love everyone. Doesn't matter who they are. Doesn't matter what the, what's going on in their life, whether their faults and their character are are, are things that. Uh, we feel leave much to be desired, or it's spiritual, whatever it is, mitzvah av sisrael is how we start our day. Except to love everyone. In Makosh, the Chunim, and when we pray to Hashem, we ask for things from Hashem. What should we ask for? We ask Hashem, as on mitzvah We ask Hashem, let me fulfill this mitzvah of av sisrael practically. Let me fulfill this mitzvah of loving my fellow like myself in a beautiful way. That's our request. We start off with saying, I will do this. And we're not, we don't stop there. Our davening should continue with, Hashem, help me do this. Mendel Futafas used to consider this, this mitzvah, loving your fellow like yourself, so difficult that when he would say the words, I took upon myself the mitzvah of loving your fellow like yourself, he felt that was dishonest. And therefore, you know what he would do? He would say the words before that, in their siddur, if you look in the siddur, it says, it is appropriate to say before davening, I accept upon myself the mitzvah of love your fellow like yourself. So Mendel Futafas would add the words, it is appropriate to say this. 
<laughs> he felt it was he's such an honest person, such a real person, such integrity. He felt he couldn't really say that in good faith to Hashem. I'm going to say, I really accept this? Am I really going to do this? It's appropriate to say this, Hashem. I'm only saying this because you told me to say it. <laughs> so, so he'd add those words. Anyways, but, but the bottom line is, we're not, it's not just about saying those words. It's about, we ask Hashem to help us be there. And after davening, when you go out to work, you have to work in a way that's honest. Everyone has to have set times every day to study Torah. And then to pray Mincha and Maira with a minion and act with good character. That's way, the way things are supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to think about when we say Shema, did I do this? Did I say Medahani? Did I, did I start serving Hashem when I woke up in the morning? Did I accept upon myself the mitzvah love my fellows myself? Did I ask Hashem when I began davening that I should be able to actually do this? Did I act honestly? Did I set times for, for studying Torah? Did I come to Mincha those are the questions. That, that's what to think about that it, at the end of end of the day. That's the chesh nefesh. That's the account. So, in short, what we did today is in short. The 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 kitzur, the summary of this paragraph is. Uh, I'll just read it in the English. Hachna and shiflos, being subdued and being lowly, are two aspects of kavod reish, which is a preparation for davening. The purpose of the descent of the, of the soul and the body is to serve Hashem, to studying Torah, doing mitzvahs, and davening with a minion. And having good character. And our request in davening is not only for abundance, our request in davening is also to be worthy to become a servant of Hashem and to feel Avas Yisrael. That's what we're supposed to ask for. And to be that way, to ask for, us, for that for real, how do we come to ask for that for real? It starts with our account at night. We make an account at night that we're supposed to, then we come to davening next morning, we really are able to make that request in a sincere way. Any uh, questions, comments? All right. Thank you.